Warning, the following podcast is intended for adult listeners only. It contains strong language that some may find offensive. So in other words, get your young ass out the room because grown folks is talking. Alan. Hey, Mr. Allen. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just chilling. Y'all probably thought y'all was listening to the wrong show. Y'all heard new intro on your ass. We doing something <laughs> new for the 2023. Shout out to my man Mac for making this uh this joint for me, man. Getting us right. Getting us right. Keeping y'all on y'all toes with these mellow grooves <laughs> to get you in the <laughs> oh my god but what is going on beautiful people welcome to another amazing episode of the not for you podcast where we are untraditional unconventional and unapologetically us that's who we is that's who we be yeah buddy what is going on beautiful people Thank y'all, thank y'all for joining us once again, man. Like I said, um, also thank y'all for listening to the first episode of season four. Them numbers was 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 rolling up. They kind of slowed down a little bit after a while, but they 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 was they was coming up real heavy. Them first uh them first two days, so y'all was waiting, and um and had them alerts on, you know. So I know that y'all were 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 tuning in without having to be asked or begged or pleaded uh, or bribed to listen because we ain't giving you shit but it's real so <laughs> that's all we got that's all we got man that's all we got but we appreciate y'all for real for listening and stuff like that and um and yeah and, and I, you know how i know y'all be listening because y'all actually be hitting a brother up about topics like y'all really be hitting me up to to give your input on things and, and your feedback and just um giving us the opportunity to hear from you guys and we really really do appreciate that for real for real like tonight's episode we um it came from a, um a, a good friend of mine and um it was just a conversation of course that's how they all start it's a good conversation but um tonight we was gonna go ahead and and, and do it up baby you want to tell them what we uh we talking about tonight yes so today's episode is titled creatively coping with social anxiety creatively coping with social anxiety yes okay and this is this this just isn't um isn't about like dating or or about polyamory or anything else this is tackling head-on these spaces dealing with just mental health all around correct correct yeah yeah so you know we you know i've just been having conversations with people and just trying to gain better understanding of the importance of mental health you know what i'm saying and being married to someone who who battles these things it's it's i'm not gonna say it's forced me but it has put me <laughs> in a position you. you think so <laughs> I mean, you, you think didn't it's, have it's a choice, forced me. I yeah, well, yeah, but you—I guess you didn't have to twist my arm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it wasn't one of those things where I didn't want to, but it was nah, it was nah. put in my it in my life. Like yeah. But it was put in my life, so I had no choice but to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like the mantra for my son when he gets lazy, shit had to get done. That's what I tell him. <laughs> Just keep telling yourself it had to get done. So in this case, it ha- it had to get done because I-, I loved you. I wanted to see nothing but the best for you. So it put me in a position to want to learn more and to want to educate myself about the importance of mental health and the importance of anxiety and depression and suicide and all of these other things that I've never dealt with in my life. I've never been in those spaces. So it's all been foreign to me. You know what I mean? But I've, I feel that I've learned a lot and we're going, we're going to talk about some things that I've learned and talk about some things that you've learned and talked about just how you deal on a day-to-day basis when it comes to, to, you know, your anxiety and stuff. So what do you want to touch on first? What are, what are the ways, what, what are the, the main ways that you do cope? Like at this point in your life, it's cause this will be a two part, two part question. Okay. How do you cope now? What are, what are some ways that you cope now and ways that you struggle to cope with them earlier? Well, before you knew that there was a condition and before you knew that, that it was anxiety that you had, how did you like get by and how did you get mm-hmm. through and get out of those moments? Yeah, so I I uh, struggle with anxiety and depression. So it's almost like, I'm not going to say they work against each other, but it's like one thing on top of another. <laughs> it's the best way I could describe it. Um, and honestly, for me, my number one coping mechanism is smoking. Smoking what? Crack, heroin, <laughs> um... Mary Cannabis. Jane. Cannabis. Okay. <laughs> gotta gotta specify for the people. Eh? Yeah, I don't smoke nothing else. I don't yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. I actually <laughs> didn't start smoking until through four years ago when I was going through a, a mm. really rough time. Yeah. And I was like, I don't ago. have nothing else to lose. I'm already suicidal. And oh, no. some people <clears throat> I think some people feel like when it comes to cannabis, well they just think cannabis is the same as crack. But when it comes Some to people, yeah. yeah, when it comes to um, drugs, opioids, whatever that uh, change your thought process in some way, good or bad, mm-hmm. they think like it's it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And really and truthfully, like I feel like that has helped me so 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 much. Yeah, because for me, it really helped me just say fuck it. Right. I don't have that in me naturally. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm yeah, stressing about <laughs> trying to do this or trying to do that or trying to get everything done and please everybody. And I, and right. I just smoke and say, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck her. Fuck it. You heard it. Fuck them. Fuck <laughs> him. Fuck a. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. And that's what you have to do. That's, that's, and that's how I've always dealt with life. That's, that's, that's been my, like. See, you have in that, you have it in you naturally. Right, right. You know, for yeah. me, I feel like when, when people like hear that somebody s- smokes cannabis for anxiety or depression, they think like, oh, you're using it, you know, so you don't have to face it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nah, it helps me face it and say, fuck it. Right. It helps me face it without, a ball of anxiety, essentially. Right. <laughs> I'm, Very true. You know, I'm gonna get through whatever it is I'm I'm going through or I'm doing, but just much more relaxed and in a better headspace because of the cannabis. So that's right. definitely a coping mechanism for me. Yeah. Yeah. And how before 
the um before cannabis like what was your coping mechanism or or what what allowed you to to deal within that i didn't really have many things that really? was the problem that was well i would say that that was the main problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the first thing was uh going to therapy um and do you feel that therapy worked at all for you in that space or yeah I feel like therapy definitely helped. I feel like it was a combination of therapy and Wellbutrin, <laughs> which is, is anxiety medication. I was going to say, yeah, break that down to what the people, yeah. <laughs> they be looking for. You got some of that Wellbutrin. <laughs> nah, it's pretty much like the lowest of low, you All know, right. and it ain't no Prozac or nothing like that, no unfortunately. Perks and those, <laughs> but, yeah. No, it's pretty much the lowest <laughs> of like low. Low dose Like type when if somebody's starting out with um, medication for anxiety and or depression, mm-hmm. more than likely they'll be started on that. Got you. Got you. So, like, do you feel that, that that by you being started on something that was so low dose, do you feel in any way that that kind of, I guess, not diminishes or or, that, or, or dumps down, that for lack of a better word, do you feel like that does that does that at all make you feel or has that ever made you feel as if your anxiety may not be as severe or as 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 strong as you might have thought or you might think or whatever like does it ever make you question your your yourself and your level of anxiety like am i tripping or am i do i really need this like that like does it ever put you in that position or nah. had that ever put you in that position Nah, all i gotta do all i gotta do is do what i did this week and forget to refill my prescription and i'm quickly reminded really <laughs> yep yeah she was right here calling the insurance company look i need somebody now <laughs> i don't know how i did yeah. that but <laughs> yeah but just yeah. so it's it's but it, it so for me like you know like like we've already known like 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 my a my ability to cope with things have always been different you know, mm-hmm. from 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 you and from many people, especially people that deal with anxiety and depression. But I can say in that space, learning what anxiety looked like and mm-hmm. what that was as far as you're concerned, it allowed me to have a better approach to to things because I've learned that sometimes you don't want me to say shit. You just want me to listen. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Or sometimes when you, and I'm still learning this part or whatever, sometimes when you ain't talking or whatever, or, or sometimes when you don't, you don't really want to talk about shit or whatever. For me, that looks like, okay, she might just need alone time. But for you, it's like, no motherfucker, stay right here. Don't touch me or don't do nothing, (laughs) but just stay right here. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's taking time for me to be like, you know, it's not me, nigga. Like, it's not that she don't want to touch you or she don't want to talk or she don't want to, you know, do it. She wants to be in, she wants you in her space mm-hmm. or whatever because that's helping or whatever. So exactly, it's just trying to move in that space. Like, even when you first started smoking, since we're, since we're on that, that vice for you or that, that coping. Yeah, that's advice. why I connected. That's why I tried to connect it. <laughs> She she's he's about the seat and everything, y'all. Did you say vice? Close the eyes like nigga. Say no fucking vice. But that would you say coping mechanism? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. So yeah, that coping mechanism, like dealing with you in that space or whatever. I used to think, like, goddamn, this motherfucker is smoking, smoking. Like she she is really like 
smoking. But then I would realize and, and understand that she's not smoking recreationally and shit like that just to get just to be fucking high. Like she's well, smoking to get that. I mean, of course, <laughs> hell, I do too. But and she's fine. not doing it. Yeah, it's just that I never smoked anything. I never touched or tried to use a lighter until Nothing. I was thirty five. <laughs> like four years ago. Yeah, I think you. I think you were like 30, 30, 32, 33 when we uh tried them edibles together. Yeah, we did try, and that was <laughs> and a that one was, and that then. Was, they was, like for about, about, they was in the freezer for about they was in the freezer for about seven eight months. Both of us wasn't trying to fuck with them mm-hmm. joints, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we'll tell y'all that story another day. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, like it and it, it for me, it was like, you know, she really is finding a this is an a, a, a space for her to be her or for her to open up and for her her to feel comfortable where mm-hmm. she is. You know what I mean? And just really get that tall glass of fuck it like a but like a good blunt of fuck it it will will do it you know what i'm saying and that's what it's been for you and that and that's the thing that i've learned that like all of those different spaces and all of those different like little nuances of what it looks like to be a person with anxiety has shown me just a lot of different things like what's some other things that 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 you've done to cope or that you see in 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 coping is there anything else that you've done to cope um definitely like i said uh therapy therapy is uh right there with the you know smoking that's to me even probably even more important um and also just on a you know a, a daily uh, meditating just breathing exercises the mm-hmm. Apple Watch literally has that breathe thing on there. Yeah. And I calm. used I yep. used to yeah. ignore it all the time. <laughs> now I try not to. I try yeah. to actually do it. So just little things like that I use as coping mechanisms. Yeah. I guess just to say. take you away. I feel like sometimes you mm-hmm. need to do it. You need to do something that's going to just take you away from everything else that you're dealing with at that particular moment. Mm-hmm. And if a me if a moment of just breathing can do that, it's like why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know breathing, I mean? meditating, or and listening to music. Listening yeah. to music does it for me too. Yeah, she'll be in here um, getting real uh, early two thousand thuggish in this motherfucker sometime. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, for real. She been on she, even before Gangsta Boo passed away. God rest her soul. Like she was out, she, she was out here bumping some Gangsta Boo I shit. Wasn't bumping no Gangsta. <laughs> you Boo was bumping. Yet. What was that song nah, you was bumping? I ain't bumping? gonna hold it. I, I three six. Yeah, but. That's Gangsta, still the same thing. Gangsta Boo specifically, nah. I mean, I had, to, but... I had to actually go into the library and find those <laughs> when I was listening <laughs> to them songs that day. <laughs> but you be listening to that but shit. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But just music in general, all types, you know. Well, not all mm-hmm. types, but, you know, different different moods, you know, yeah. different music for different occasions. For sure. For sure. So, so we understand what your um, what your coping mechanisms are. For you, and when this was one part of this, um, the conversation that I was having um, with a friend of mine to get that understanding or to allow other people. She sent me this post to give me an understanding of what social anxiety for her looks like mm-hmm. or whatever. And I felt like, like, wow, like I see this shit, but I've never actually experienced what this is or whatever, or never knew what to look for. Like I'm even, even all this time or whatever, I still didn't know the signs like that or whatever until now. Mm-hmm. So for you, 
like it because the post was like um social anxiety yeah, I was about to say, you want to read it yeah social anxiety is so much more than just being shy it's and it goes on for a list so we're gonna go over this list and l's gonna pretty much divulge and 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 do a little bit of a deep dive on what that looks like for her so yeah what he sent me the first thing it said was feeling physically sick before during and after social interactions so how is that for me um i wouldn't necessarily and some of these also to say yeah some of these may not be to like a T, like yeah. yeah, like spot on for what your experience is. But if they if they do, you know, touch on something, like let's let us know. Yeah, um, I don't I don't think I get sick, um, exhausted, for sure, and I don't know, overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Just so is it like 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 give me an example of what those social spaces, um. Or or just what what type of social interaction puts you in that space? Is it is it like when you're interviewing for a job or when you're just out and about and someone comes up to you and says how beautiful you are? Is it something being in a club or being at a party? Like what does that what is that space? What kind of space are you in that causes you to fall into that? Yeah, for know? me it's usually like social settings like parties and stuff like that. Mm. Even parties with people that you know, like if it's more like a family, like family outings or not. Nah, if it's people, if it's people I know, not not so much because that's mm-hmm. my that for me that's my cushion. So right, yeah. But when it's somebody, when it's just a group of people that you don't know and that you aren't familiar with, that's when those mm-hmm. those moments. So, what do you feel like causes that? Like what makes you you know feel that way? In that space, um, I feel like when it comes to social anxiety, I feel like for me at least, it probably stems from like when I was younger and just being like the odd child out, or the, not odd child, but the odd person out, mm-hmm. being bullied and you know stuff like that. I feel like having the spotlight on me, if you will, during those times or whatever, and being uncomfortable and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just growing up. I'm, I just grew up uncomfortable in social settings. Mm-hmm. So like, for me, like that's the, what it's like. It's like almost like the feeling of being judged or mm-hmm. or what somebody yeah. feels about you. I guess you could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the that's the other that's one of the other um the other points. An intense and debilitating fear of what other people think of me. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say debilitating. Not for me. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's that kind of Threw me like, damn, debilitating? I mean, for some people. Really? For some people, yeah. yeah. Like, for some people, some people physically get sick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It could have been times there I do too. My stomach just get, as I got older, my stomach just does, my body does weird things. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's quite possible that I've gotten sick after occasions and just never <laughs> correlate. You know what I'm saying? Just never thought about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some people are like, it It really kind of puts them down. Like, you yeah. got to sit down afterwards. Yeah. Or during they can't you know they can't deal. Yeah, that's that's deep. That's deep. What's the next one? Uh, the next one says being very self conscious in front of others and constantly feeling awkward. Um, maybe not so much self conscious in front of others for me, but mm-hmm. I definitely feel awkward at times for sure. 
Yeah. I mean, shit, you feel awkward. Like, for, for the longest, like, you felt awkward in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? And, and just, you know, being in that space. Like, you've had moments where, you know, certain positions or certain, I guess, um, certain things or whatever are, you know. No, you don't agree? No, I was just listening. No, I was just listening to what you were saying. <laughs> but yeah, at least that's how I've that, that's how I've like kind of seen it, I guess, in in times. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I could give you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next one is um, avoiding social gatherings and settings at all costs. Not at all costs. Majority. But I avoid the you, fuck you out. You will of avoid them. the shit mm-hmm. out. Of, yeah, I nigga, do. Your introverted ass. I do. Will. That's another question. Do you feel like a lot of introverts deal with anxiety? Yeah. Do you feel like Definitely they kind of go hand in hand sometimes? So I feel like some a lot of introverts probably deal with social anxiety specifically. Yeah. yeah. Probably. That's that's and and do you find that difficult in the in the space of poly? Like do you find or just dating in general? Do oh, you find sure. that I mean being, like yeah. a downfall or a yeah 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 it definitely I, I feel it when dating you feel it you feel it when dating mm-hmm. has it always been that way like even before we became poly like before mm-hmm. you we met and stuff like that it's always been that way yeah yeah and what do you like I don't know man it's like it's because it, it's so fascinating to me to 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 gain anxiety is weird right it is. It is because, and, and like I said, because it's it, and I and that's mainly because I've never encountered it. I've never, you know, been in a space where I didn't want to be a part of everything. Like I didn't want to, you know, know what was going on or, or mm-hmm. wanting to make someone smile or wanting to entertain. I've never been in a space where that wasn't a a thing for me. Mm-hmm. So and I and and it is crazy because. Like, I often tell people a lot, like, we're so different yet so alike because you, 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 ba- we balance each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like we balance each other out because I don't feel like you would have been as social when it comes to like social media and, and when we're in spaces. Cause I tell people all the time, when you get to know her, she's fucking hilarious. Like she's, <laughs> she's dope as fuck like she is she's just naturally dope as shit but you have to know her to have her in that space i honestly feel like that if you were with another another person who had social anxiety or another person who was an introvert like you wouldn't be as you know as 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 open as you've become or whatever like at least i don't think so and at the same token i feel like i wouldn't be as understanding about how people feel and how people conceive certain things because I've never like and 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 you say that I'm selfish but I don't feel like I'm selfish but <laughs> I, I I've never been one to to just be like just ignoring of a, a person's situation or just be that being or just be like I'm 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 just like I don't give a fuck about nobody's shit but I would never speak on it or I would never it was just, I, it was just it was usually like okay that's their shit like mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's 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 their problem I ain't got shit to do with that until I was faced with someone who is in my life permanently 
who dealt with that shit. So I had to get, I had to gain understanding for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I feel like we we complement each other in those spaces because you've allowed me to be and tap into my level of, of compassion and understanding when it comes to people in that in that space. Yeah, I yeah. could agree with that. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's different. It's definitely different. Now I don't know if I agree with this though. Mm-hmm. Not being able to maintain eye contact, I don't think I have a yeah. issue with that. Nah, no, nah, I don't think you've ever personally again. I'm say personally for all of these, but oh sorry. Tear it up, tear my shit up. <laughs> I'm gonna say personally for all of these, but yeah. yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think that's ever really been a a, a thing for you. Um, despise being the mm-hmm. center of attention. Absolutely. Do you? Absolutely. That was one of the reasons why I didn't want a bit like a big wedding. Yeah. For sure. Really. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just because shit. You didn't give a fuck and you loved me. I thought that was why you didn't give a fuck. About I mean, it. that was that was it too. That so, don't talk you know, to me money. Now. The fact that I feel like I'm paying for other people to have a good time. No, fuck yeah. y'all. I'd rather have a good time <laughs> <laughs> on <laughs> a vacation or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, but yeah. I was I was always that kid growing up like at Ryan's when they come out sing happy birthday I'm looking like that little chubby dude and Popeye <laughs> looking back and forth when they say hey Terio that's me I'm sitting there looking at them <laughs> dude was like who the fuck is you talking about what and I'm you know? literally I would sit there looking at them people looking crazy <laughs> I've yeah. always been like that yeah not wow. not not wanting to be the center of Essentially, that's what another reason why I didn't mind having to go through um, the process of Sigma Gamma Rho on a graduate level mm-hmm. because the level of you know like the probates and all of that is different. You didn't it's, want it's that completely shit. Completely different. Yeah. Nah, if I if I could choose, nah. <laughs> you wouldn't have crossed um, on a probate show. I would have look. Y'all have had to give me something to hold. Because <laughs> 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 listen, damn. Let me count some. Give me a whistle. <laughs> ah, give me a whistle. <laughs> give me. What, what the hell did S.G. Rose do with whistle? What prompt y'all need me to hold? What's the, what's the theme? What's the theme? <laughs> so bring out a real poodle and let me hold that motherfucker. Okay. That's, that's it. I'm Look, in charge I, of the poodle. What y'all need? I got you. As long as it ain't dancing. <laughs> Rose. Yeah. Man, we have to learn. And that's the thing. Like, me, I was wait. I was excited. But that was Most what I was waiting are. on. The motherfucking probate show. Most people I was are. waiting. And I was the rock, which means I was the last motherfucker to come out. Oh, I'm finna show my ass. Yep. I'm finna show act, <laughs> but that's that. But you're right. Like that's how that's the it's the those two sides. Yeah, but well, that's. But I didn't know that that had a, a play on anybody. Like anybody in my family, they would tell you, "I've yeah, I've never liked being a sinner." Well, I, like, I did not know that that was a reason that, why. Like, yeah. You you went grad one of the reasons why oh, you went for grad sure. chapter. I, I mean didn't know that. the main reason was because it wasn't even an option on my on, on my campus. campus. Yeah. Like you know white. All girl Methodist college. Mm, right, right. <laughs> they wasn't having no D nine organizations. <laughs> I don't know how the AK. Well, the Zetas. I don't the know Zetas how they there. were able to backdoor. You know, the other organizations were yeah. able to. I don't want to say backdoor it, but yeah, I don't know how they were able, able to work, able to work out, yeah. that out. Sigma Gamma Rule. You have to have like, oh, a chapter that. chartered <laughs> at institutions. Yeah. And they didn't allow that. Gotcha. So gotcha. that was the main reason. But it was, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't that, that, glad. That <laughs> I was glad. <laughs> I wasn't glad for, the, you know, the huge probate. Yeah. 
could have missed. Do you feel like that's probably a reason why you didn't? Is that do you feel like your anxiety played the part in why you didn't go to an HBCU? Could be. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Like now that you say that, it's just like it's it's yeah. so many different things or whatever that I felt like that I feel personally that you would have like like if I had children, that. I would. I mean. I probably shouldn't say this, but I would push them to go to it because like, you sh- you shouldn't push your kids these days. They have minds of whatever. Fuck, that. fuck them kids. kids. Fuck them I would kids. push my exactly. child <laughs> to go to an HBCU because if I could do it all over again, I would. Like knowing what I know now, most mm-hmm. definitely, most definitely. Wow. Okay. That's what's up. Feeling your mind go blank when someone's talking to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> you be <laughs> like, all right, what else is there to talk about? Damn. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Do I don't you, is know. Is it just that you you're not interested, or that it it makes you feel I don't weird know. To talk? It's just like, like, is it just certain subjects, or it'd be like I don't know. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like it's some type of meter in me, and it just be like. Shutting, powering down in five, four, three, and then I'm just like, you got anything else to talk about? Oh, okay. I'll catch you later. Goodness gracious. Yeah, definitely. I feel that. Goodness, goodness, goodness. What's the next one? Let me see where. Okay, go ahead. You read that one. Trembling, sweating, blushing, and fast heart rate. Mm, No, I don't think so. I don't think I really experienced that. I don't make you nervous. Nah. <laughs> Make your heart race. Da-dum. Ba-dum. Butterflies, ba-dum, not ba-dum, my heart. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. <laughs> not my heart. That's the bubble guts. That ain't no butterfly. Nah. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. But nah, man. But it is but it I feel like it's 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 really fascinating to to gain an understanding of, you know, just what mental health is like you know, for, for, for you and how you deal with a lot of things in life that a lot of things that life throws at you, because I feel like a lot of people don't really, they don't really deal with their shit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. A lot of people don't deal with their shit. And as much as I try to be a, a, a major supporter in everything that you, that you do and try to, to push you and, and, and motivate you and, and give you words of, of, of wisdom and affirmation and, and tell you how important and amazing you are. The shit sometimes still doesn't resonate because you, I feel that, or I've learned that it's an internal battle. It's nothing that I can do. It's nothing that I've done. It's nothing that I can, I can do to get you out of that space when you're in that space other than respect the fact of you going through it. So it's like, I, like I said, I try to be that person or whatever, but I've had to really learn to, to like, just shut the fuck up. Like right now, just, just shut the fuck up. Like it's nothing. Cause it's nothing that I can do. And like, that's why I'm yeah. like a, I'm like an advocate, like a motherfucker when it comes to, um, to going to therapy. And, and, sure. and talking to somebody outside of I was about to say people. getting that outside that outside perspective, especially mm-hmm. if it's something that's foreign to you, um, therapy most definitely yeah. most definitely helps with. But and I don't know, anxiety is weird. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's it's so many people who suffer with the anxiety and suffer with different forms of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Did you know over suffered 
or suffers from anxiety? I did not know that. Oprah, Whoopi, Missy. Like, it's crazy. Because one would think a performer, really, all the eyes on you or, you know, a talk show. It's weird. Like, it's so many different things that, that, you know, because if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. By just looking at them perform. I wonder if... if I'm sure Missy used to, at least. I wonder if Oprah (laughs) be up there smoking weed. You know what? She probably does. You get a car. You get a car. Everybody get a car. That's what she used to do. (laughs) She probably probably was out there high as a kite. I mean, she doesn't have a reason to advertise it. You know, she doesn't have a... It's not like she has... She should come out with a strain in a dispensary. But it's not like... Everybody would buy that shit. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, she's in, you know into the cannabis game like that. Right, so right, right. yeah, I'm I'm sure she may dabble in an edible or two tincture every mm-hmm. once in a while, maybe. And, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Let's not put that out there on open. <laughs> like, I mean, allegedly. She that's lives what, in where? Chicago or LA. It's legal both places. This is true. So this is very true. If she look, I'd love to I'd love to blaze with her one day. <laughs> Call me and bring me to Harpo Studios. Let's go. Come out there quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get busy. Yeah, but you you never you just never know. We just we realized that when we was watching the Best Man Holiday, or what was the name the, of the series? Uh, the, the Best Man Final Chapters. Yeah, yeah. The, the final chapters because the you know um, Regina Hall her character was doing a dissertation on the positive effects of cannabis because they started giving their, one of their daughters cannabis to deal mm. with her anxiety because yeah. nothing else was working. Yep. So it's a lot, you know. That's crazy. Yeah, she sure did. Man, they went through, they went through some shit. Mm-hmm. But literally nothing else like work. And and your son deals with anxiety too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like the fact that I have anxiety, I feel like I can help you to deal with when he struggles mm-hmm. with his anxiety, yeah, because it's I it's I feel like it's 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 the it's the anxiety it's 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 him having high functioning Aspergers mm-hmm. it's the fact the fact that he's a teenage boy it's like all of those things come in into a queer boy yeah 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 exactly you know what I'm saying it's so, so many layers it's so it's many like layers it's so many layers the green man. onion right little green onion with exactly. the troll hair with his green hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's layers, you know. Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot, and and not being able to relate to a lot of those things, it's it's like I said, like I, I feel like I've become an amazing fucking person in the last fifteen years. Oh yeah, like for real. You're like, pretty dope. It, you're pretty like you're all right, father too. Yeah, damn, all right. <laughs> fuck? Nah, you know you're the best. <laughs> but amazing but, father. What you say is what I said. Amazing father. I try to be. I really do, man, because it, it's it, and it's it's not easy. And I and I tell people, you know, at the same time, it's like I have to, you know, I have to be sympathetic and understanding to his condition and, and to his, you know, his anxiety and to his feelings and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I also have to make sure that he's prepared for the world because they will eat his ass alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For 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 already for for two factors, the fact that you black and male. Mm-hmm. Those are two, but you also have 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 a have a medical condition. You also deal with anxiety. You also queer. You're all like you have all of these different strikes that society may put against you. So I have to be a father to to him to make sure that he's taking 
the Gotta shit that sure I'm telling you. Hey, make sure he armored up because the world will eat his ass alive. Mm-hmm. And 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 I will kill the world for my son. So as to keep from having to kill the world, I will prepare <laughs> him for the world as 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 hard and and as sternly as I know how, within limitation of not having to 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 physically, you know, punish him or not have to spend all our, a lot of time yelling and, and all this other shit. Like my son is a good kid. He's a really mm-hmm. good kid, but he, but I know that he deals with a lot of different things and a lot of different layers of just being a teenage boy in mm-hmm. today's society. You know what I'm saying? And not only in today's society, society, but just in his own skin. Right. Exactly. Just, just in his own skin. And it's, it's, it's tough, man. But I feel like I've been able to, to really just, just grow within that. Like I tell motherfuckers, man, like, like it, it ain't easy. It ain't, it ain't it ain't easy at all, man. Like having to deal with 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 two different yet alike personalities of important people in my life, like two of the most important people in my life, and I have to deal and 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 move in that space or whatever. Like that's why I got to get out the house sometimes. Like <laughs> it's like I I got to go do something. Let me. I'm finna go to the cigar bar. That's that's where I'm going. Like and that that's and that's my coping. No, starting to stop saying stop saying Kobe. <laughs> that is my that is my way to deal, you know, with with you know with overwhelming situations or whatever, or you know, going downstairs sitting by myself. Like, and 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 that was like I was saying earlier. Like, I have been able to, you know, understand that you that like it for me seeing you by yourself or seeing you just chill or whatever. It's not always the fact that you need to be left alone or whatever. It took me understanding that because of that, because that's the way I do it for myself or whatever. Like sometimes I want to be left alone. I just want to be in my own space or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk that's to nobody. I don't bother you when you're downstairs, you or know? if you, or if you're in your privilege, yeah. if you ain't with me, I don't bother you. All right, right, right. And that's and that's just how it's how it's being, you know. Okay, so with the discussion on um, mental health. Um, another major part of mental health is people that deal with depression, which is one of the things that you also deal with as well. Correct. Correct. So I came across this, um, this interview of, uh, 50 cent that he did on, um, on 92, three, um, big boys show. And I I just want you to hear it. And I want you to tell me how you feel or how you, um, interpret what he's saying. Okay. I think the things you go through make you, who you are. Mm-hmm. And in my journey, like, there's certain things that I, I'm not really, I don't even let it into my system like that. Like, if, like I think depression is a luxury. Wow. Because where I'm from, you can't afford to be depressed. You got to pay the bill, right? Right. So you got to go to work. You got to. What are your thoughts on just that little bit? It's, it's, a, it's a little bit longer or whatever, but what are your thoughts on that little bit of, and, you, and you've listened to the whole thing. I think that's ignorant. Yeah. Like this is only the second time I heard it. Literally, the first time I heard it was before you when you played it for me before the show, mm-hmm. before we started recording. I think it's just ignorant because everybody who deals with depression doesn't deal with it by just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a misconception that society maybe has put out there, but that's not mm-hmm. the case. Um, that you can still be going through life and still be working. Just and still like be... we went through all of those um, anxiety symptoms and things you deal with. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, for me, this isn't the case. For me, this isn't the case. Right. Okay, I can somewhat 
everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody's different. The same way that you can deal with um, functioning alcoholics Mm -hmm. or functioning drug users. Mm -hmm. People function with depression every day. Mm -hmm. You just deal with it. You just don't know. You deal with it differently. That's largely in part of why so many people self-harm and commit suicide, but Mm -hmm. people deal with it every day. Right. So, to me, that sounds ignorant. Right. I I agree. I agree. and, and, And because when he first said it, like he and I, and we'll probably post a I'll post a video on um on our Instagram page so that y'all can see it. I don't want to play play the whole thing, but um, but yeah, I, I and and the reason why for me, like for, well for, yeah for one totally I agree. Let's let's get that part out there. Definitely I agree with you. He he it, it's definitely a, a ignorant um comment, but I can say for myself that. I used to kind of feel the same way before, you know what I mean? Like before I, 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 I had someone in my life who dealt with depression or whatever, I used to wonder the same thing. Like, you ain't going to do nothing. Like, you just going to be here. You just going to sit in this shit. Like, it's the whole, like, I, I used to live by either shit or you get off the pot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, if you're in a, in, a, in a fucked up situation or whatever, like, you just can't stay in the situation. You know what I mean? You have to want to do something. You have to want to get out of the space that you're in. But it took me learning once again, that every day is a fight for you to get out of that space. You don't know why you're there. You don't know what puts you there. You don't, there aren't necessarily triggers to deal with when it comes to, 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 depression at least from what i've seen there aren't necessarily triggers or whatever but oh there's definitely i mean I, it's not it's not all just triggers oh, no. or whatever like no, i feel like it's not all just triggers like you can hate like we see people deal with depression it's people that don't have no money issues they have amazing relationships they they're they're loved by a lot of people and they still end up killing themselves because of something that they're dealing with and a lot of the times they don't talk about it or they can't talk about DJ it twitch yeah they can't talk about this shit. And 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 that and seeing that from a lot of like like one of the Everybody most... was so surprised and I was so fucking pissed. I was so right. pissed. <laughs> because I'm like, everybody's saying, I wish I would have known, I wish I would have known, and that pisses me the fuck off because they're all there's there's signs. Mm-hmm. You don't know because you don't wanna know. But are there always signs when it comes to someone of it that usually caliber? usually is it's usually that people choose to miss them. Okay. That's how so I feel what about what it. could you say is 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 a sign that that for, for someone in in DJ Twitch's situation, what would you say put could have been a possible sign that someone should have been able to look out for? Well, personally, able... I mean, I can't speak for his situation. True. But yeah. for me, for me, when I'm depressed, I I tend to go like be by myself. Mhm. If you don't hear from me, if, if you're a true friend and you normally talk to me every day or whatever, and then you don't hear from me, or, or that's, yeah, that's an indication. Pretty much switch up in pattern, just abrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's an indication. If you see me post something on um, Facebook or just in general, hear me say something about being overwhelmed or something. For me, that's an indication because I usually, I don't think I complain a lot. No, no, um, you don't. But yeah, there, there's like I, I have my moments. 
and they're signs and I could count on my on one hand the amount of times that somebody's reached out to me when I was actually when I needed it really for sure wow so sure. it's like for me when it comes to, to to DJ Twitch and and just other people like you know Robin Williams or whatever one of the most beloved comedians ever like it's it's like on the outside looking in you don't see that this person is battling with something that severe to make them want to 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 end it all because somebody i bet you if you if we could somebody i would love to see a documentary on him specifically Robin and Williams. about yeah his battle with depression but mm-hmm. someone close always knows yeah someone i i've never actually heard or seen where someone suffered from depression and committed suicide and somebody had no, like no one had an indication they were that depressed. Really? I've never, yeah. not if anything, people think it's a game. They think it's false, mm-hmm. you know. And that's one thing as a comedian, that's one thing that I've learned about a lot of comedians and just studying the art in general. Like there's some comedians with some very fucked up lives and, and they come from mm-hmm. very fucked up, you know, situations and shit like that like kevin hart one of his specials was called laugh at my pain that shit's real mm-hmm. because we 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 take our pain we take our our moments of of insecurity and moments of of embarrassment and we twist that shit around and we entertain the world with it or whatever mm-hmm. but we battle I, I feel like that's a big that's a major thing when it comes to the world of comedy or whatever that that like people do so much self-medication with drugs and all of this other shit or whatever when they out on the road like a guy artist like chris farley or whatever who you like like on the, he's one of the funniest fucking dude this dude is hilarious mm-hmm. but in the in at the end of the day like he still had stuff that he battled with and stuff that he he dealt with he dealt with issues with his weight and shit like that but we didn't look at it as him de- him, him having issues with his weight it's more so this is just a jolly fat dude is is and he's fucking hilarious and this is that and we being entertained by about but the whole time he's killing himself the whole time like that's he's entertaining us but in the inside he's dying mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and just knowing that there are so many comedians who go through that shit on a day-to-day basis that people just will not ever know. Like, like how they say, check on your strong friends or whatever. People don't check on folks. Like, two days before Twitch killed itself, he was on TikTok. Him and his wife dancing like a motherfucker. Two days before. And you would have never known. You would have, like, like on the outside, like, I'm not saying, like, somebody close to him. But on the outside, we would have never, like, known. We just, like, damn, like, that's, that's wild, like. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have never seen. We would have never seen it. We thought everything was good. We'd have never seen that. That shit was shocking yeah, as hell. People always, people always feel like that when someone commits suicide, though. Mm-hmm. Do you Usually, feel like this? At least, yeah. Yeah, think about it. Anybody that you really know that, or even know of that committed suicide, like people didn't act like they were surprised. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To an extent, to an extent, but but like you said, whatever. There's always that group of people or some people that know mm-hmm. that 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 knew what was going on or mm-hmm. knew you know there were battles here and never said anything, never checked up on the person, and never did a lot of things that they could have done to at least attempt to to help them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I feel like with that, with the wisdom that I've learned 
I strive consistently to just try to be a, a safe haven for you and try to be in a space where, you know, at the end of the day, you might not like this job. You know, you might not like things going on with your relationships and, and all. at the end of the day, you got me to fall back on. You know what I mean? Even though I know that that's not the end all be all and that's not everything for you. I still struggle, I guess, or I still try to make sure that that that's being known. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's tough. Like, it's, it's real hard to just wonder and think like, you know, could this be the day or could this be the moment or the, the conversation or, you know, what could be a trigger at this point? You know what I mean? To 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 drive her to that point or just to to any point or whatever, like to just not want to be here or just not want to be around anyone or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like trying to find that space that's comfortable and trying to make mm -hmm. sure that the door remains open for you to feel comfortable and feel, you know, known and, and, and noticed and seen without that. You know what I mean? It's just I think you do a pretty good job yeah. when you're here. Yeah. What do you mean when I'm here? Because you're not always here. And when you're not here, like, I don't talk to you. I mean. You know, not, yeah. not regularly. Like, that's a general, that's always pretty much been a general thing for me. Like, I'm not going to, if you're spending time with another partner or you, I'm not going to be sitting there talking to you the whole time while you're gone. Have there ever been situations where you felt that you needed me and I wasn't available because I was with a partner or you felt that or you or you felt as if he's with a partner so I'm not gonna bother him have there ever been moments where you've had to deal on your own in those spaces or whatever all the time really it happens all the time and and you want to talk to me or you want to you know sometimes I do and you just don't say nothing why you don't ever say anything because you with your other partner. But if you're having, if, if it's a moment of crisis, like that's a different type of situation. At least for me, like I feel like yeah. it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like partners that I've been with that I'm still cool with and that I have, you know, connections, deeper connections with, if they knew that they wouldn't feel no type of way about, you know what I mean? Anything like that. Because one of the, you know, one of the biggest things is that that shit doesn't happen often. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, you don't have, I, at least from, from what I've seen, you don't have moments where you feel like you, you, you need me and I'm not available and you can't reach out. Would you agree with that? Or do you feel yeah, it more often? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's just, you know, that's just my thoughts on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I mean, I don't want to, yeah, like I said, it's been a general practice for me. Just, you know, pretty much not bother you. Let you enjoy your time. And then it also kind of allows me to at least try to work through, you know, whatever it is. So yeah. that's usually what I, what I try to do. Yeah. I got you, man. Well, I definitely do um, appreciate you. I appreciate who you are. I appreciate, you know, you allowing me to go on this journey in life with you Aww, woo -woo -woo. you know <laughs> and i just i mean i just try to always you know make sure that you know that that you're appreciated you know what i mean like you're appreciated you're loved you're cared for you're cherished you know and and you 
don't have to, even though it's, it's certain things that you have to go through alone, you know what I mean? Like the, the anxiety and the depression, you have to get through those things in on your own, in your own time. Mm-hmm. You're, you don't have to be alone in those. You always, I just always want to want you to know that you don't have to be alone in those. I got you know? you. And I feel like that's like me having that approach has also been a positive when it comes to just getting to know people, not even on a dating level, but just like in, in general, like, I can see your social awkwardness and I can see your moments of 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 shyness when and for the for other people it might be one of those situations where it's like, What the fuck is wrong with you? Like why are you why like we've been talking for this long and why the fuck are you shy? And blah 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 blah. But for mm-hmm. me, I see it and I understand it. Mm-hmm. And I and I know how to nurture that and, and be and, mm-hmm. and be and and handle that with care. You know what I'm She's saying? Pretty awesome. You know, I never want anyone to to feel as if they can't come to me or they can't talk about things and and, and express themselves with things Mm -hmm. because, you know, I want to always be a listening ear. You know, if I can't, even if I can't provide advice, whatever at the time, like I want to be a listening ear because I, like I said, I know what that shit looks like, you know, and if you don't have to go through that shit by yourself, then why should you? You feel me? You are appreciated, baby. Thank you, my dear. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a good conversation, man. Yep. It has. Always. Yeah, always it's been a good always. conversation. I'm glad we were able to were able to have it. Um Definitely. But uh y'all know what time it is, man. We about to shut this thing on down. But like I always say, you know, please check us out on Instagram. Like I am gonna post that um that 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 video. Um, from 50 Cent, because he, he said a few more things in regards to to depression being a luxury or whatever, and that shit is just, to me, it's... It's, it's, it's hella weird. It's weird. And it also, I don't know if I said this. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I mean, no. I kind of did, but mm-hmm. I just cut you off. You always do. <laughs> do what you want to do. You don't give a fuck. I'll post the, um, the social anxiety, like, cues that you sent me that we discussed, mm-hmm. um, because when I... What's the name of the place? Mental Health Pathways. Shout out to Mental Health Pathways. That's actually who That's the page. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. On yeah, Instagram. Definitely. So shout out to them. We'll, de- uh, we'll definitely share that and uh, shout them out as well. Yeah, because I definitely started following them because I feel like that's, that shit is important, man. Educate yourselves. Like, we, we're going to definitely, we're going we're gonna to end it with that. Like, de- educate yourselves on the importance of, of, of mental health, you know, not only for yourselves to, to be able to pinpoint and point out some of these um these these triggers that you may possess or whatever, but to look out for the people around you. You know yeah. what I mean? Look people out for you your love. loved ones. Yeah. Look out for your loved ones, man, and, and know that that and let them be able to let them know that you see them and that you know what they're going through. You may not understand it. But the fact that you know what they're going through and the, and you sympathize with them as they go through this, it it, it can help them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I like I like I said, for me, I never, I never want to have Elle feel as if I don't care or as if she has to go through this shit on her own. And and it's like that with anybody else in my life, whether I'm dating them, whether I'm just friends, whatever the situation may be. Like I never want someone to feel that way because I, I my goal is to is to just spread light and love and and, and it's a fucked up world we live in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and ain't no ain't no need for me to add to the fucked upness 
as far More as anybody at that, you know exactly that exactly like ain't no need in adding to this shit man it's already bad enough that we have to deal with a lot of of, of bullshit from you know from people around us and and people that 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 pull strings around with the mm-hmm. economy and politics and all this other silly ass shit mm-hmm. then for us to give people that we know and love and care for and that cross our paths for for whatever reason it's no reason for us to to turn a blind eye to that shit you know what i mean oh i don't know why this just popped in my mind when Mm. you said that or i looked up after you said that another indication you know how long i've been on facebook it's been a minute i know you very few people noticed that really (laughs) Really? Yeah, very few people have noticed that. You have to. It's those type of things mm-hmm. that you gotta you gotta kind of pay attention. If you care about somebody, you want to know when something's going. Is those type of things that you kind of gotta look for. Mm-hmm. Like if like I literally I'm always on social media. I've been on social media for years. I've deactivated my page twice in what ten years. Mm-hmm. That's something. That's kind of like a red flag, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So just little things like that. Just pay attention. It, it's yeah. not a necessarily going to have an exclamation point and be loud, mm-hmm. but the signs you'll 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 get there. Just keep your eyes open. Yeah, yeah, keep that definitely. third eye open too. Yeah, definitely <laughs> keep your eyes open, man, and and just just watch out for your people. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, just look out for your people, man, because like folks be going through it's it. Hard out here. Yeah, it's for real. Folks be really out here going through it, man, and and and. And watch out for these snake ass motherfuckers who are good to try to to tap into that space and tap into that 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 mental awareness, quote unquote. And and they not really fucking aware. Fuck you know boy. what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm I'm the type. Now I'm gonna tell you this. I'm the type that if you cross my mind, I'm going to reach out. You know what I'm saying? And I'll reach out. Look, you just crossed my mind. I just wanted to check on you or whatever. I'm not trying to smash. I'm not trying to come back in your life on some shit. If we didn't, if we didn't work out on some intimate shit or whatever, whatever the situation may be, that's not the energy that I'm coming at. If I'm reaching out, I'm genuinely reaching out because I I, I care and and something made me think of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hadn't talked to you, whatever. You know, just want to check in. You know, check on your people sometime. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I make it a habit to try to do that or whatever. Even though that shit ain't reciprocated, and it's very so often that. I get somebody to check on me, but even my silly ass needs somebody to be checking on me every once in a while. So make sure that y'all do that. Reach out to a nigga. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> real shit. For real, real shit. man. For real. Because even those of us who don't deal with the anxiety and depression and shit like that, we still need that love. We still need to know that, that we're being thought about, you mm-hmm. know, and, and someone sees that. us. Yeah. Everybody needs that. You know, and someone sees us. So, you know, Take take some time out, man, out of what you're doing in life and, and check on your people, you know what I mean? And reach out to somebody that you ain't talked to in a while and then let them know that, that you've been thinking about them and that you, that, you, that you care and shit. That's one thing that got me into into doing comedy, and I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a stop after this, <laughs> but um, that's one thing that got me into doing comedy, man, just on knowing and understanding that this is an opportunity for so It's somebody in this room who needed to be here because they were in some shit 
they were in something. They were mm-hmm. dealing with something and they, they needed to be here. And I have a job to make this experience for them great. That's why I don't roast on people in the audience and shit like that. It shows. Like, mm-hmm. you see what the fuck happened to Steve Brown. This motherfucker at the Man, comedy he house. He got his ass beat. <laughs> they didn't get his ass beat, but, but they, dude that was, was on his ass the, um, trying to. That was the one at the comedy stand. house. Yeah, he tried to beat his ass yeah, with that mic stand and all kind of shit. Yeah. But yeah, but you don't know what people deal with. You know what I mean? But like I said, for me, that's why I don't deal in, in, in that back and forth with, with people or whatever. Because you can look at the motherfucking audience and tell, like, leave this motherfucker alone. For the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, just 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 leave them alone. Like, they mm-hmm. they, ain't, they don't want to be a part of the show. They don't want, like, they don't the want that shit. Right. Yeah, read the room. They're not even chuckling when you exactly. move on. <laughs> or if they just chuckling or whatever. That ain't no indicator for you to go ahead and engage them. They hit you with a quick wave the hand, like, ha, 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 all right now. And hit you with the little wave. Leave them motherfuckers alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's your cue. Like, like you know, ah, right, that was funny. Keep it moving. Like that. That's that's mm-hmm. the polite way of them telling you to keep it moving. You know, so you got to And I've, I've been able to to read those, and that's honestly, like I said, that goes back to what I've learned and how I've been able to deal and cope with with dealing with you or whatever. That's trickled over into the way that I do comedy, into the way that I talk to people and engage in that space because I don't know what a motherfucker's going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, like I tell people, I don't have road rage. I have, I have road anger a little bit or whatever like i i like yell or, or say some shit but my windows be rolled up i'm not finna roll down don't my window do i'm not finna huh don't even yell anymore no that i, I safe. no i yell i don't yell at someone but i yell in the car because i'm like see lips moving like no fuck that like i'm in my own shit no, and, no, I, and I'm, I'm i got dead, it on me i'm so. dead serious when it comes to like all of the crime shows and stuff oh most definitely was, most definitely yeah i don't i don't now. ride up on nobody i don't i don't i don't Ride up next to a motherfucker trying to uh, speed up. I don't do none of that silly ass shit, whatever. Because I got shit to do just like you got shit to do. And it didn't involve me getting in a, in a fucking fight or one of us getting killed out here on the side of the highway. That's That that was not in my, you know, yeah, that was not in my on my plan or whatever. So I'm not going to put myself in a position where I have to deal with that shit. Because once again, you don't know what a motherfucker's dealing with. You know what I mean? It's too many times. It's been times where people have genuinely just got out of their cars after an accident to check on the person that, that may have hit them, may have been responsible or whatever. And they open fire and kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? Just because of whatever you the fuck you got going on or whatever, you just kill somebody dead for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit happens all the time. You know, so you have to be cognizant of that and you have to be cognizant of people's feelings and what a motherfucker might be going through. Because just because you ain't ever experienced don't mean that, that the shit ain't going on, mm-hmm. you know, Thanks. So, for real, man. So, so spread a little love, man. Care out here. Spread a little love in your heart. Yeah, do that. What? Where did that come from? <laughs> this is, this is, <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go look that shit up. Get a little love in your heart. I think we heard that on a commercial. It's was a, it on a I peanut butter commercial or some commercial. shit? I don't know. It's probably been know. on movies, commercials, all kind of shit. Hallmark or some shit. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all once again, man, for sitting through another amazing episode of the not for you podcast where we are untraditional unconventional and unapologetically us i'm your boy q and i'm l and until we meet again 